I ever tell you about the time that I actually had a chef come out and yell at me because my steak? I just don't like my meat that way. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Eagles fan Ricky. And I'm Sean. I hope I didn't just kill the podcast. Nope. Okay. Doing good. We're steaming through. Ah, Sean, let me tell you something I laid eyes on today. Now, I wasn't physically there, but... Okay. Talked to a friend of the podcast today. Yes. And he's like, I got a friend who who wants wants to look at pressing some comics. He's got some old comics. And uh, could could you give these a look? I'm like, sure, absolutely, yeah, yeah. um, First thing I see is like an X-Men number five, the pictures he's showing me. I'm like, cool, that's a good range of comics. See like Tales of Suspense and and Journey into Mystery, you know, the old 12-cent books. I'm like, oh, right on, this guy's got some good books. Um, There's a guy in Batesville sitting on an Avengers number one. Oh, oh, wow. I was like, let me look at this again. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, th- so, d- so in other words, th- we need to introduce him to uh, CBCS or CGC. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, not to get too excited. I need to see the actual books. This, you know, uh, from from the pictures, they were a little grainy. It was a cell phone picture, pre- pretty good camera, probably, but you know, it wasn't. It wasn't. You got to look at this stuff in person. And I told him, I'm like, look, tell your buddy, I'd be happy to come look at the books. You know, he may not want some guy he doesn't know, and that's fine. But I can I could get him a ballpark area and then get him some contacts with, if he needs them pressed. He said there was some spine roll because these books have been sitting in his mother's closet for like 40, 50 years. Oh my goodness. Just stacked however which way. I didn't see any creasing. There was a little spine roll on some stuff, so... I mean, there was X-Men number 4, X-Men number 5, uh, a bunch of uh, 12-cent Justice League, some Batman, like like some of the Batman you have kind of Batman. <clears throat> like, there wow. was an issue with the Joker, I noticed. And he's got a bunch more. I mean, they were stacked up, and I only saw what was on top, so... Uh, somebody is sitting pretty right now, and I am super excited to even be in the same room with this stuff. If you want to do you want to be the one to break the news where you're like, you know what? Uh you're sitting on a little goose egg here. Well, I told I told my friend that I was like, look, tell him, you know, tell him what the market price for this book is. The Avengers number 1, you know, I, I said at this condition what it is, we we just need to look at this one a little more. I mean, but it could be from the picture I saw, just only from what I saw, it is possible that this book was about a 7 to 6.0, maybe, if it's CGC graded. Oh my god. I think, Are you serious? I think I'll have to do a little more research before I can just throw out a number like that. <clears throat> but I'm gonna if if I do get to see it, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some good pictures and everything. But that yeah, is I was awesome. I was super pumped. When I left my friend's house. Uh, almost as pumped as I was yesterday. Sean, how was your day? Well, today is Jax's birthday. And uh, I just finished up another wonderful 84-hour week at work. So I took today off. And we had the plans of getting up early, getting ready. We're going to go to Hot Springs. We're going to the Mid-America uh, Science Museum. We drive all the way there. And they're closed on Mondays. Gross. So so then we're like, well, well, maybe we'll just, you know, it, it's only time. We'll turn around and we'll drive all the way back to Little Rock and we'll go to Museum of Discovery. Oh, you should have went to the Star Wars or the, the toy museum in Hot Springs. We looked up all sorts of museums on uh, like around and couldn't find anything showing up. Like mm. we looked for all sorts of stuff. But but just to finish the thought, uh, the Museum of Discovery is closed on Mondays as well. <laughs> so so we went to uh, Toys R Us in West Little Rock and let him just go, like we just let him wander around for like an hour. And one that's he, gonna be closing. He, 
he had a blast, dude. I mean, he picked up every single ray gun or whatever toy, and what we were really lucky. Uh, he he wandered around with this like uh, some kind of ray gun for a while, making a horrible noise for like half an hour. And then when we get ready to leave, we're like, "All right, man, give me that gun so we can go get it." And uh, he's like, "I'm done." And he puts it down and walks off. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, man, you just want to play for half an hour?" Yeah. It was, you know, I, I was upset because I was like, I have this whole day planned. I had the cameras all charged. I was getting ready to go and take some cool video and pictures of all of us at Mid-American Museum. And then it didn't happen. So now we have to go back at another date. Oh, but it wasn't too bad. Good day. Happy birthday. I've, I've just got to talk about it. I mean, my day was, I, I didn't, of course, my Eagles won the Super Bowl. And that was a great night. Today, I had tons of people just call me and, and, and go, oh, great job, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I, did, I didn't see the super fans. I saw one guy. And, but today was a really great day. Uh, I talked to people all day long, and it was fun. Next season. <sighs> Let, let's, let's, let's get to next season is all I want to do. I'm ready for college football. Absolutely. Where are the Razorbacks sitting right now? Well, basketball's on the down and outs right now. I'm not uh, not too happy with that. But football's, you know, we're going to go a new path. We're going to see how this goes. But let's talk about, okay, you you had your Super Bowl. But let's talk about, you know, the, the real stuff that happens in the Super Bowl are the commercials and which, the trailers and all which the Which is awesome. funny because... Uh, you know, last couple years, they didn't really have any. So I wasn't expecting anything that showed up, but boy, was I happy with what did. Talk solo right off the bat. Oh, well, um, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, we got the full trailer today, which yes. was amazing. The The one during the Super Bowl was okay, and it, it was a yeah, taste. Yeah. I, I'm really excited about this movie. It looked, the trailer was exciting. You know, I, I've thought this question, and then I seen earlier, friend of the podcast, Jamie, had made this exact post of what I was thinking. Why is it that these new solo movies, these these in-betweener movies, the filler movies, Rogue One and this, they just have a different feel to them, and I really like it. Like, I'm digging it. This This looks like, you know, it's not going to be the traditional... Jedi's and stuff like that. We're, this is the normal people. This is we're going to get to see space battles, I believe, and and I cannot wait for this. You know, I I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I, I think we forget how even the start the the original trilogy. You know, whenever you'd seen Episode Four the first time you seen it, that that was the thing. But we're old enough to remember. Empire coming out. Mm -hmm. And we're old enough to remember the confusion and the weirdness of the movie and and that I don't remember saying anything like it, but the feeling at the end of that movie, like, uh, because it was a down, it like LeClerc's, it ended on a down note. I mean, you just forget how that movie made you feel that first time you saw it, like, oh, I don't know what's going on, that we're losing, we're, uh, the the Han, and, uh, (laughs) Luke lost his hand. How's he going to use a lightsaber? I know. Oh, uh, I get it. I get it. But, but and the it, and and the big re- and the big reveal in that movie, you just did not believe it. You, you were like, no, that's not. You know, that's he was lying. He's lying. So, so in the same regard, to to bring up a point of a more recent Star Wars movie, do you believe Kylo Ren is lying? I think this one maybe. Um, and it's, it's completely possible he isn't, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with how they, like I said before, I like the movie. I'm I'm fine with the story direction they're taking Ray and Kylo. I just didn't like some of the stuff written in this movie. The storyline they could have done without and saved, made the movie two hours instead of two and a half 
hours, which is still, oh my god. I was talking to Adam once again today. He's there. The Melba is getting The Last Jedi. And I just told him, I was like, dude, I, I don't know if I can sit through it, that movie two and a half hours again. He's like, is it is it really that long? I know we've got two showings. I was like, yeah, right. it's it's like an hour or 150 minutes. Yeah, it's up there. Now, Solo, though, Solo. What would you think? Like, I love the fact that we get to see that obviously the young Han Chewie looks pretty cool. You can tell they've, you know, this is a new Chewie suit. Obviously, it looks a little different. I like that. Well, I, like the, I love Woody Harrelson. I love Woody Harrelson. So instantly, when I heard that voice, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Woody." Well, I want. You, I definitely want to give it a chance. I definitely, oh, yeah. I definitely was excited to see a lot of the stuff I was seeing. That that uh, Star Destroyer in that vortex or whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, the Millennium Falcon, and you did get a glimpse of the new, quote unquote, new design of the Millennium Falcon. We don't know what's going on with that. We don't know why the docking clamps are closed or what whatever, whatever they've got going on there is going on. Fine with it. It's a brand new ship. I love the look of the uh, the train. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing looks awesome. It reminded me of, oh, what Star Wars game was it? Where you actually rode on one of those. And that looked similar. I can't think of it. Uh, If somebody knows what I'm talking about, if somebody knows what I'm talking about, please hit me up on social media. I'm I'm having problems here. But yeah, I think there was something similar in one of Star Wars games. But yeah, like you said, uh, Solo looked fun. Uh, I'm I'm definitely excited for that, and that's gonna come up on us way quicker than what we realize. Oh I mean, yeah, there were. I've, I've already heard it. people people were hollering about why haven't we got a trailer yet? I mean, we're already they're fixing to drop the toys for this movie. Um, you know, we're that close. You don't think about this, but we are it, May. This is coming out in May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we yeah, are right it's not on too it. Too far along. Yeah, it's not too far out at all. Uh, let me talk about that Jurassic World trailer. The You'll Jurassic have World to because I didn't watch it. Oh my goodness, dude! Um, from the looks of it, you know, I, I've watched it two or three times now. I don't think we're gonna be on the island as much as we think we are. I I really don't. You you didn't get to see any of it? No, no, the, no, no. I, all there, I saw was the Jeff Goldblum commercial. <laughs> this. This really looks like uh, there. there's going to be some sort of dinosaur activity somewhere on a mainland, on, on an inhabited area, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, a lot of it was everybody get off the island, get off the island. But we see some interactions here that are not on the island for sure, 100%. I, I'm be interested to see once I watch it where... You know, how much of the movie takes place on the island, how much doesn't. I'm excited for this. This looks like, seriously, go get a large popcorn, get a large soda, sit down. And this looks like one that if I go see it by myself, I'm going to see it in 3D. If it's in 3D. I mean, it looks like something that would be amazing, you know? Dinosaurs snapping at you, coming out of nowhere. If this one's in 3D, I, I may do this. 3D. <laughs> I realize, dude. Don't act like I don't know it's a gimmick. <sighs> but but still, like I seen Guardians. Uh, I believe I've seen both Guardians in 3D. Loved it. Absolutely. Loved well, I can't it. lie. On this podcast, I I said that I saw Doctor Strange in 3D, and it was great. It was it was absolutely exhilarating to see the spells and everything in, in 3D. So it really did work there. It's It worked on Thor, uh, the first Thor, and it worked in Avatar. But other than that, I don't. I, I could leave it. I don't care. Hush up. Every now and then, there'll be a good, few good movies. I know not everything needs to be in 3D, but this will be awesome. I can't and wait. <laughs> the Dundee thing, which was... I, this came out that it was... it They, they spilled this like a week ago that it, was a, that it was an ad campaign. But I liked it. I like seeing all those guys together on screen. You know they're all Australian. And surprise, surprise, Paul Hogan shows up. I, I had a blast with that. I, I'm, I'm happy they did it. Oh, yeah. But, but really, when you were watching that first teaser trailer, or so we believe... I was like, no, no, no. I, I can believe this, it. I mean, uh, 
Oh, what's his face? This uh, is not what we need. Eastbound and down. Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny McBride. I could Danny see Mc... that in a heartbeat, yeah. and it be in an actual movie. <laughs> oh, I could see it. I just don't know if it would be something I would want to watch. Well, let's talk about the big one. How did you feel about the Infinity War? Man, who would have thought? I mean, we're seriously going to sit here and talk for five plus minutes about a 30-second clip. But, man, do they know how to pack it in. Like, seriously, I just, I'm so pumped. I, I mean, I never, I never thought I would get to see the things that were in this trailer in real life. Like, every time I get to see something like this, uh, Marvel has done, I'm just, oh, it just makes me so happy. I, I cannot wait. Let, let's, let's break down a few points. Uh, I, I made a handful of notes. Spidey goes to space. Dude, it looked so good. Did you notice that when he, whenever he's climbing, whatever he's climbing, it's he's not in the... the Stargate, yeah. When he's on the yeah. Stargate. Okay, he's not in uh, the Iron Spider suit. I thought he was. I thought he pulled off... I thought the he was wearing it and pulled off the helmet. The, the I mask. believe he's wearing the regular suit in that. And in that very first clip, when he's stand, standing with Tony and Doctor Strange... He's wearing the Iron Spider suit, but I don't think it's the same suit when he's on that Stargate. It did I, not I didn't look notice. the same to me. Also, wanted to say, did you not think Thanos looked a little darker? Uh, it didn't strike me. It looked like he had. I know it looks like he has pr- prominent scars on his face, but they're they're there. I mean the the way they do the cheeks and everything, it actually runs up on his face. I mean the the jaw. Those lines right. run up, and that's that's what you were seeing in more in better relief, I guess. Uh, the lighting was a little different. It it probably could have been the same color, but I, I'm like I said before, I'm not messed up about the shade of Thanos throwing shade at Thanos. Oh man, you get to see uh, Tony Stark's bleeding edge armor mm-hmm. with like some uh, nanotechnology going on there. Whoo, that. It looks awesome, man. The The graphics of that suit just walking up his neck looked so good. Looked so good. I, I cannot wait to see this. And then, obviously, the topic that, that uh, a lot of people were discussing is Captain America's shield. Nah. Whatever. What? You're, shield. You're the... It, okay. You're, you have no... I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it looked very cool. Um, obviously, it's you know not a full body shield. It's not a full circle shield or whatever. It, if you think about it, it's really all he needs. He's got the fast enough reflexes to block whatever shot at him. And then, really, the shield is more like, you know, uh, he's used it many times when he jumps out of a building. He just needs something to stop his impact. You know, he, he just needs something to uh, do the do the uh, uh, superhero landing. Yeah, yeah. He he just needs that vibranium to do what it does, man. I I like it. I like it. it it's gonna be good. So, how would you feel about Spider Man coming back to Marvel? I did see this article. Sony's up for purchase or something. Um, I believe there's been some management changes with Sony, is what the article is reading. The television and film aspects could be headed for sale following that uh, 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 the current executive chief is stepping down and being replaced by the financial chief financial officer, uh, Kinichiro Yoshida. And he's reportedly not too keen on the entertainment business, so it is possible that Sony may be looking for a buyer on their entertainment side, which I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I all of that stuff, all that does is mess with what's going on. And I don't know about that. We've got a pretty good thing going on with Sony and Spider-Man. So, yeah. Uh, shake up there may not be what the doctor ordered, but I, well, I don't know. The, the thing that the thing that gets me is, you know, you, you just had this, I mean, obviously the, the purchase is not gone through yet. Um, you know, the deal is done probably between the men that shake hands, but the numbers have to line up, you know, the regulations have to line up in order for a merger or a purchase like this to occur. And those numbers and those lawyers, I'm sure, are still in the mix, in the talking. 
back and forth. To throw another log on the fire at this point, you know, trust me, I want Spidey. I want Spidey to be, you know, whenever Marvel says we're going to do a Spidey movie, I I want him to be there and be available 100%. And, you know, him being in the MCU would guarantee that. But at the same time, let's, let's let the, you know, let the fire settle down a little bit before... Yeah, add something else to the mix. I, well, I can spe- see where you're coming from. Speaking of stoking the fires, did we talk on this podcast about uh, Venom wrapping up and that Tom uh, that Tom Holland is going to be in it? I thought we mentioned something, but maybe not fully. Um, from what I've read, he's going to be in the movie as Peter Parker. Right, I mean, which is splitting hairs. I mean, Spider-Man's going to be in the movie. <laughs> Maybe he may right. not be wearing a suit, but I mean, he's there. Ugh. God, people. Um, but still, but still, but, that that will be awesome. Yeah, and speaking of, so before the Super Bowl, we got the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer. What did you think? Oh, dude, you know, you know, I I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's amazing. Uh, one of my favorite, you know, he's in all my favorite comedies. I, I love all of his movies. So, you know, him as Ant-Man is just perfect for me. And I'm starting to like Evangeline Lilly as Wasp. Um, I, I think when I watched the first movie, the first Ant-Man, I loved everything about it. But I held back a little when it comes to Evangeline Lilly just because Her I... Her haircut? Related- yes. No, well, no, I relate her to Kate so much, and I had so many issues with Kate throughout Lost that those are yeah, carried over. Yeah, that is over. right. You were weird about Kate. Why is that? Dude, just a thing, man. I, I don't I don't like her character, really. Kate Kate and <laughs> Jack are annoying. She's annoying underhanded. She's, she's a backstabbing uh, kidnapper. I don't know, man. I, I, and I'm finally working out of that. Ant-Man and Wasp looks like so much fun. You know, we got Ghost, which, uh, oh my goodness, why didn't I write down her name? The the girl from Black Mirror. <laughs> the Which... Which episode, Sean? Or Black Mirror, Black Mirror. What am I talking about? Um, oh this my is an God. edit. Podcast is falling apart as we speak. What is that? What is that show where she plays like seven characters? Oh, okay. Hannah uh, Kamen. Orphan uh, Black. Yeah, Orphan Black. Orphan Black. I had to. I had to Google that. Sorry. Um, it's also got Walter Goggins. Which? Which? Hey, did you? You, I know you haven't watched much. Did you watch Parks and Rec? Only, uh, only like three or four episodes. I didn't even get to the Chris Pratt episodes. Okay, okay. So, so eventually she's on uh, Parks and Rec as well towards the latter part of the series. And man, you know she's going to play Ghost, which is awesome because she's an awesome actress. And I can't wait to see how this plays out. Like, and we need. Luis, I need a story from Luis. Give me another trailer with just him being, let me tell you a story, and I'll be perfectly happy. I can't wait for Ant-Man and Wasp. It's going to be great. It's great, man. Well, what, what's your take Dave's on not here, think? man. What's your take? Um... I like I like the action. I like the car shrinking and then uh, and then going full size underneath the other van. Uh, the building was funny. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's that's incredible technology. I love it. Do you think Do you think uh, Hank Pym and Tony Stark will ever meet? Uh, not important to me. Not important to you. Man, why can't you just be like, yeah, that would be cool. You know, entertain me. Humor me for a moment. Well, I, I'm practical. I, I would it, like to... Now, if somebody were to show up in the Ant-Man movie that would be a surprise, who would you want it to be? Would you want it just to be Iron Man? And for him and uh, uh, Michael oh, Douglas yes. to go back and forth? Yes. Or yes. would you want... Yes, yes, that's what I want. Yes. 
let's just add another forty million dollars to the budget to pay uh, <laughs> to pay uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, to show up. Oh for yeah, because because they're really hurting for money. They're strapped, buddy. I don't know if oh, you yeah, saw they're, that they're, uh, Inhuman show, but they don't have any money. Yeah, strapped for cash, I'm sure. Yes, I would love to see Hank Pym and Tony Stark go back and forth. It would be awesome. I would love it. Um, did we did we even need to mention skyscraper? I mean, good lord, no. Did we did we talk about the earthquake LA movie that he was in? No, okay. Oh my goodness. I I just oh, no skyscraper. Um, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Looked really exciting. Let me say, you know, um, M- Michelle will not watch any Tom Cruise movies. She hates <laughs> will not just just flat out won't watch won't even watch Top Gun with me. Well, make sure it's not make sure she does it. The first one, if she if you break her, is not the mummy. <laughs> oh, of course not. But but for me, I you know, I think the Mission Impossible films they're they're kind of my guilty pleasure thing. You know, they are. A little over the top, but isn't Mission Impossible supposed to be over the top? I, I love it. It's it's James Bond on crack times ten, going through sleep deprivation. Well, it's the American James Bond. I mean, that's that's what it turned into. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That first movie um, is okay. It, it's just it's just okay. But then second with uh, who directed it? Uh, John Woo. The yeah. third one with J.J. Uh, Abrams. Yes. And oh, and then, man, then uh, um, Ethan Hunt is set as this James Bond character. And those movies are really fun. And this one looks awesome. Yeah, it looked I really fun. Wait. I like that the interesting things they do with the... Like the scene where he's about to have a head-on collision. Or the, they actually showed the scene where Tom Cruise broke his ankle. Um, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. It's awesome. Uh, and John Krasinski, who we mentioned a couple podcasts ago, uh, the Jack Ryan stuff that came, that came out during the Super Bowl, that looked fun. Dude, that looks so good. I mean, I'm telling you, these Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, they're, they're not just little five ninety nine a month companies that, you know, sit on the wayside, they make some really good stuff. No, well, let's what, well, let me stop great. you there before you get too far into it. Have you watched any of um uh uh oh now I can't even remember the name of it. Dadgummit, um Carbon. Um uh, mm. I know what you're talking about. The the Netflix show? Yes. I've heard I, several I, people Say that it is absolutely amazing, um, altered carbon, and altered carbon. Uh, if you loved Blade Runner or Blade Number Blade Runner twenty forty nine, this is right up your alley. Mm-hmm. I heard I heard a, a description of it is like somebody read Philip K. Dick and goes, "Oh, that's cute. Let me show you how to do this." <laughs> wow, I cannot wait. Yeah, we we uh, had the option last night. We were either going to start that. Or start something else that I'll discuss later on in the podcast. Well, so do you know anything about it? Because it's Joe Kinnaman. It's it's Randall Flag, or yeah, out of Suicide Squad. Right. And uh, I watched I watched the trailer. Yeah, he's a, the trailer. he's a hitman who's brought back to life. Like it's it's in the future, and death is no longer a thing. Like rich people can live forever. So, yeah, I mean, they upload their consciousness into, like, just a new clone body, uh, and they have certain, certain ways to do that, but if you, if you, if you kill somebody by, uh, like, destroying their spine, they're done, there's, there's nothing, and, and there's a whole bunch of religious, like, the, uh, what do they call them, the neo-Catholics in this, like, they don't do that. So, like, the only way for murderers to get away with anything is to, is to hunt these people. <laughs> I, I've heard I, I, I've heard several things about this show that make me really want to watch this really bad. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I I know it will be on our list of to watch, but you know, continuing with the 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 podcast episode that gets sidetracked, Jack Ryan. <laughs> this looks so good. I mean. The, the fact that, you know, we, we all know those Tom Clancy stories. 
and how they play out. And, you know, we've had different actors play Jack Ryan along the way. Each of those stories is just, you know, they're, they're great on their own. But when you start combining them and you start thinking, this is supposedly the same Jack Ryan? Like, this man is incredible. And I cannot wait for this Amazon series. Uh, I believe August is when we get that. So we got a little bit of time to get in what we need to get in before Jack Ryan hits us. What was your favorite Jack Ryan movie? Oh, Clear and Present Danger. Really? Yeah, I like Clear and Present Danger. Hunt um, for Red October. I, I, I do enjoy Hunt for Red October, but let me say, have you read the book Hunt for Red October? No, I've never read any if, Jack Ryan series. If you read the book, the movie falls a little flat. So I had read, I let's see, I had actually read the book before I ever knew there was going to be a movie. And then when it came out, I tried, I was, you know, fairly young at that time. I think I was fairly young teenager comparing the two. It just didn't hold up. So I just blew off the movie. I, I do need to go back and rewatch it more and more to, you know, because that's, that's a great cast there. That's some great, great actors. I need to give it uh, more of a chance, but yeah, I, I like clear and present danger. Here's what I'd like to give more of a chance. I liked Some of All Fears. I liked Ben Affleck as Jack Ryan. Oh, oh, Some of All Fears is my solid number two. I really? Mean, solid, solid number now, two. Uh, did, you, have, did you see the uh, Chris Pine one? I can't remember the name of it. I did not. I know what you're talking about, and I have not seen that. I have not either. I need to see it. Well, tell you what we have been talking about. Kevin Feige says everybody needs to slow the heck down. With this merger stuff. Because <laughs> nothing can happen until the deal is done. Just like just like we've been talking. It, it, it ain't nothing going to happen until they own it. <laughs> so, right. I mean, all this stuff, like you mentioned earlier, has got to play out. The, the, the slots have got to gotta line up before we can turn the key. So, mm -hmm. just everybody relax. <laughs> I know. It, it's just... You know, especially for us, you know, we that's what we do on this podcast. We discuss, we speculate. And a lot of times, especially when a merger like this occurs, we speculate way too soon. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but there appears to be like people, you know, following him on Twitter, following him on his social media, like, when is this going to happen? What's going to happen? When's it going to happen? How's it going to happen? Just incessantly. And he's saying, you know, like, like you said, we, we got to wait. We got to wait. We got to be patient. It ain't going to stop me from speculating. I'm so excited for this merger. I really, really hope it goes through. So do you have any ideas for the merger? Like, what, what do you, you got any stories for X-Men to redo it? To slot it in? I mean, honestly, I want to wait and see how Dark Phoenix plays out before I answer that question. Uh, I think, you know, I think, of course, it'll be a full reboot. I honestly do think so. Um, and what I'd really like to see is something they haven't done. I would like them to tackle the original X-Men. Like, for day, day one X-Men. Uh, Iceman, Beast... Cyclops and Marvel Girl, but with, a, uh, but I, I'd want I'd want to have a twist. Yeah. So like, have that, and then out of nowhere comes Rachel Summers from an alternate timeline, being chased by your bad guy in the movie Nimrod, of course. Oh my lord! <laughs> I just want to get it out there. It's hey, a great hey, idea, hey, Kevin Feige. Talk to me. He says, cool your jets, man. I know it. Dang it. I knew he'd come back with that. Anyway, Stan Lee scared the shit out of us. Good lord. I I seriously, I, w I was getting ready uh, for bed. Um, I remember looking at it. It was 10.43. I scroll through Facebook, and I read that headline. Stan Lee rushed to hospital. I I seriously, I, I would I would have cried then. I, I was refreshing social media. I was told Michelle, I told Michelle, I was like, do you know how heartbroken 
I'm going to be if I wake up in the morning and see this. I mean, my goodness, don't don't do this to a Stan, you know. Oh, now come on now. Stan is 95 years old. He's had a life. He's had a life beyond measure. When the day we lose Stanley will be a sad day, but I will cry no tears for a man that's had the life he's had. I will be very sorry that we don't have to that we don't have him anymore and and mm-hmm. I will miss him, but let us celebrate that guy. <laughs> he, he, he's amazing. I I love his video. Did you know? I posted it on our page. His video that he his Skype video he put out was just so awesome. You know, saying like, "Well, I just, I needed a day or two in the hospital, and uh, this is good for me." And he's he always has such high hopes and brings joy when you see him. You know, I, I just whenever he's speaking. You know, I, I never hope something important's going on around me because when he speaks, I, I hyper-focus on what that man says. He He's incredible. What's well, because uh, you've been trained to since you were a child. I by, by Stan Lee. Yes. And I've, I've got to kind of redact what I said. I'm going to bawl like a baby. But I, I will cry no no tears for, oh, poor Stan Lee. That's, that's not what's going to be happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be more selfishness than the fact that we don't get him around anymore. But my God, he scared the crap out of us. Uh, I, I don't know when, it, you know, obviously. It, it just, I'm just so glad he's healthy right now. I wish nothing but the best for Stan Lee on day-to-day life. He uh, He's brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. What they need to do is put Stan Lee in in a booth for the rest oh, of his boy. for the for the rest of his life, however long that is, and just let him talk and say whatever he wants to say. Record all of it, and we get a hologram that lasts forever of Stan Lee that can talk and say, and just, nobody just ever knows. He's just three hundred and sixty degree cameras. He's just alive for however long. Nobody knows what happened to the original. He's just still here. 300 years awesome. from now, you'll still have Stan Lee yelling Excelsior. That'd be awesome. I can't wait. Dude, you ever you ever been like, I know you've been here, where you're clicking on social media. We're all a part of groups here, you know, comic book collecting groups, uh, toy collecting groups, Funko Pop collecting groups. Today, I was, I opened up Facebook, and we are heading back from Hot Springs, and somebody posts, there's two uh, Funko Pops hit in uh, the West Little Rock Toys for us. And I was like, we're going there. Sweet. But Jax had spilled, uh, we got him a, a slushie from uh, Sonic, and he had spilled it on his shirt. So we had to stop by the house, change shirts, and by the time we got there, hit was gone. I was so sad, man. I wanted. I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna have local hall. I'm so pumped. I'm gonna have local hall," and and I've wanted that pop so bad. And I was, and I get there, can't find it. So no hit for me. No hit. I'm so sad. I don't know if you know who Hit is. Even he's Dragon Ball Z character uh, that is from Universe Six. And he is an assassin. And he is very cool. Very, very cool guy. He's awesome. I just heard you speaking Japanese. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm saying that there's a character named Hit in Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I got it. I understand. <laughs> yes. Well, I didn't know if by saying Hit you were like, Oh, so he hit something, or I'm looking for a hit, or whatever. No, I I, I understand the English language. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pick up on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I I got a transformer. Other than that, um, let me think. Nope, I got nothing. I uh, the re- comics are dry. Um, he says nope. Nope. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, then let's talk about earlier we discussed that, you know, I, I didn't watch uh, Altered Carbon. And instead, we chose immediately after the game, Netflix released Cloverfield Paradox. 
Mm. I watched it. I watched it. Uh, and it is so much fun. You know, Cloverfield was one of those movies that a lot of people had issue with because a lot of people think that handheld camera stuff makes them sick. Uh, my wife being one. When I started Cloverfield Paradox, she was like, no, I'm not going to watch it. And because she thought it was going to be handheld. And when it came on and we realized it isn't, it was fine. And I absolutely loved it. We learn so much. I don't want to go too much to give you spoilers. Yeah, but I, I, I agree. But, but, <laughs> but, 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 but I want, I have to give you something. Like, you know, I, I have to, let's just say, uh, the the original Cloverfield movie, not 10 Cloverfield Lane, but the original Cloverfield movie does have a direct tie to this movie. I mean, direct. Listen, listen, it's so good. Uh, Daniel Bruhl, is that how you say his name? Uh, Zemo. Zemo from Captain America Civil War. Daniel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Bruhl. Uh, the guy out of Inglorious Bastards. Gotcha. Absolutely, yes. Uh, he's in it. So good. Does an incredible job. Everybody in there, very great movie. I, I loved it. You know, we learn a whole lot. Let, let's just say, if you're one of those people that likes J.J. Abrams, and you like how he loves just to mess with us on a story, you know, he probably has the entire Cloverfield story sitting on the side of his desk, and then randomly one day he reaches in, you know, somewhere in the mix, pulls out a random script and goes, here, give him this one. <laughs> you know, I mean, he doesn't know whether he grabbed volume one through eight or whenever. He just grabs one and says, here, give him that one. If you enjoy the way J.J. does stuff like that, this movie is going to – you're going to love it. Uh, it, it. It's only an hour and 42 minutes, I believe. Oh, it went by way too quick. When it was over, I was like, there, there needs more. I need I need more. You, you will not be disappointed with the Cloverfield Paradox. And I'm just I'm just blown away that, you know, this is something that if this was in theaters, I, I would be there day one. I would be saying, hey, Rick, I'm going to be there my normal Sunday morning matinee. I'm going to catch Cloverfield Paradox. But no, we got this on Netflix randomly. This I I try to keep up on, you know, social media and because of the podcast and keep up with what's going on. I had no idea we were getting a full-fledged J.J. Abrams, you know, style movie directly after the Super Bowl. What an incredible gift. What such a good time. Um, I need to go back through the credits, but names, you know, obviously J.J. was in, involved with this. Uh, I believe I've seen Matt Reeves' name attached to this as well. He wasn't the director, but... Uh, it's going to be it, – it's so good. I cannot wait for you to see it so that we can have a full-on th – this is one that when it's done, when you watch it, uh, anybody else listening, go and watch it. This will be a spoiler review episode. It is totally worth taking 20 minutes or so and discussing this movie as, as far as we can. Well, then, we will have to do that. Um I am not through Star Trek Discovery yet, but I have watched more episodes. Uh, and I, I need to hurry up because I keep getting spoilers. <laughs> like, I already know something about maybe... Uh, mm, nope. See? Uh, See? Uh, you uh, can't uh, say it either. Well, uh, what, it. About, what about... Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, not light, but the opposite of light... Kind see, of see, reflective surfaces. You're, you're you're giving me too much here. I I haven't seen any of it, so you wouldn't let me elaborate on Cloverfield Paradox. So I don't allow you to 
Elaborate on Star Trek Discovery. It's good. I'm, uh, and I hate, I don't, uh, look, I don't want to recommend somebody getting a service that they they don't have the money for. And I trust me, you know, whenever I'm done with Star Trek Discovery, I'm turning it off. Like it, it is BS. Let me, let me, let me state this. It is, it is not worth. I mean, it's worth one month. Wait till it's done. Pay five ninety nine one month. Watch the whole thing and shut it off. Because yeah. not because Discovery isn't worth it. Discovery is worth a couple or whatever months of five ninety nine. It's fine, whatever. But uh, CBS. You're, you're pissing me off. <laughs> so, so in other words, you need to hurry up and finish it so that you can cancel this service. Yes, we don't need another service. We need, because what's going to happen is, you know, we're going to have to the future where we're doing everything a la carte and it costs more than the cable company cost you in the first place. Uh, ridiculous. You need, we need big, big three or four to shake out, have competitive prices and everybody beyond one of them. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, I, I imagine everybody's on Netflix. That's just got to be a... I mean, everybody I know that is yeah, at and, least has Netflix. And and that's the thing, you know, those business models are changing. Netflix is moving toward original content and no longer having that movie back catalog. And Hulu is now getting a back catalog and getting new movie content. And then, you know, everybody else that CBS is doing that, they're getting their own content. Disney's about to launch their own thing that everybody's going to pay for. Uh, mm. I, I believe that I believe that Disney one. That's that's one I'm gonna watch, my friend. Every like household that. in America that has a child and a TV will have the Disney one. I guarantee you this. Yeah, as as long as it's you know competitively priced. If I can afford, well, they already it, said I, it's gonna I, be. They said it's gonna be a significantly lower than Netflix. That's you're. I'm down. I'm down. Let's do this. Because, I mean, you think about that. How many people are in the United States? Seven. Three, 300 million? 323 million. Okay. So I wasn't you too far off. You weren't too far off. That's fine. Oh, oh, the man knows a little something, something every now and then. Nice. Hey, you have the government job. Um, Yeah, Three. think about that. 323 million people paying, let's say, $5 a month. <laughs> That's wow. That's a well, lot I mean, of money. Gonna, I mean, it ain't that's a be that's everybody. billions. Yeah, yeah, but you're talking individuals, and we're talking families. Billions. Well, I know that, but I mean, take so make it a hundred million people paying five dollars a month. You're still rocking out. Yeah, I get you. One hundred and ten percent. I get you. That's six billion dollars a year. <laughs> just just for going. Hey guys, you want to watch our back catalog? Here you go. Whatever. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. Well, dude, that wraps up this week. Do you have anything else you would like to add? I'm coming down from the high and I am uh, excited for stuff that's coming out. The movies and the, the TV. I mean, Black Panther's fixing a hit. We're in. We're in the month. We are here. Yes. We didn't even talk about how the Black Panther is breaking box office records, and it hasn't even came out. I think the premiere may have happened. Oh, dude, I'm so excited for this movie, and uh, you know, it's going to be incredible. And uh, you know, this doesn't go for everybody, but uh, you know, DC fanboys be damned. It's going to be a great movie. Right, and let's let's not forget, guys. We we love what we love. Yes, we may have been here first. We may have read comics. We may have done a lot of stuff, but new people coming to see a movie is what we want. We want everybody we can to love what we love because that gets us more of what we love. <laughs> Remember that sure. whenever you go to say. But I, if you read the cop, no, no, no. Uh, calm down, calm down. Yeah, um, <laughs> would be I a did. welcoming person. Bring them into the fold. That's right. Ah, that just that story just upset me to no end. That an entire group of people set 
you know, their their whole plot was to bring down Black Panther. I was like, why? Why? What is why? Oh, they've what? got it in for Disney. That's why. They're, I get they're, it. Up, I... they're upset that uh, well, uh, the the DC movies can't <laughs> calm down. <laughs> it's fine. It, this will we... either force it'll force DC to make better movies. Warner Brothers to make better movies or stop making movies. I would prefer they just make better movies. I mean, the way I look at it is DC has earned, you know, I've given them my money every time. Every time they've had a movie come out, I've given them my money, the same as Marvel. No! So, speaking of, uh, for completely, uh, Joe Joe Kinnaman, so the guy who played Flag, sent out a, a picture on his Twitter. Have okay. you seen this? I have not. Well, he's they're back working on Suicide Squad 2. And in the picture, you know, are some of the cast. Well, the guy that played Diablo is in it. Oh, that's cool. I loved Diablo in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean... If he's Diablo. back, I, hey, <laughs> I don't know how it worked, but I'll be happy to see it. And uh, I like... Remember, I like Suicide Squad. I think it's a fun movie. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. Let me restate. It's not perfect, but it's a fun movie. I can rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. I think probably Suicide Squad I've watched more than any other, other than Man of Steel, which I have watched multiple, 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 multiple times. I like Man of Steel. It's a good movie. I know. I'm I'm giving you your moment. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. You gave me mine. Uh, you, yeah, you get your Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, on that note, uh, on social media, you can find me at Maynard98 on Twitter, uh, Maynard98 on Instagram. We can find both of us on Twitter at Not So Southern G's. You find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentlemen on Facebook. Hit us back. Hey, guys, send us some questions. Give us, give us something you're want, dying to know. Or if you want our opinion on something, send it in. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, we we feel that, you know, we enjoy talking about the news, but you guys read the news as much as we do. You know, everybody else does. So hit us up with some questions. Hit us up with stuff you wonder and want us to talk about, and we would love to read your emails. We'll read them on, you know, the podcast, give you full credit for all that. Uh, Hit us up. We'd love to talk to you. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one. Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, he's dead. I stepped on him on the bridge. Oh, you're alive. I I, I love it when he's like, that's just what Doug would say. (laughs) Goodbye, new Doug.